0: right welcome to the very first episode of the formula hooligan podcast my name is alex gomes and you are charlie hosey all right this is a podcast we've been talking about doing for quite some time uh mostly hasn't happened because of procrastination amongst other things that are happening globally yeah but uh finally
1: got working mics we've got a tripod hooked to a um
0: gopro camera yeah
1: I, I, <laughs> I don't even know what all that is there's just a it's a mess behind the scenes over there if you can see yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. A, tra- tra- low budget here low budget operation low, budget, low budget but there it's finally
0: go. working we we already attempted yeah we got to keep uh <laughs> we can't figure out how to make the sleep how to make his computer stop going into sleep technology mode. so he has to keep hitting the button every yeah. once in a while just to keep our our sponsor logo up there yes but we're working on it.
1: That's right. We'll get it right. This is we're a you know this is the first episode here. All right. Yes.
0: So this podcast is going to basically be the two of us, two motorsport, uh, what? Not aficionados. Aficionado. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> enthusiasts, maybe. Yeah, motorsport enthusiasts. We are
0: also racers ourselves. We race go karts. That's what uh, you know. The five people who do end up watching this or listening to this will know that already. But we'll be talking about our uh, go karting shenanigans as well as Formula One. And whatever else is happening in the world of motorsport, including uh, sim racing, as you can yeah. see that uh, Charlie's race right. so, in the back uh,
1: here. Yeah, I was about to say anything with four wheels, but that's got uh, no wheels.
0: That's got no wheels at all. It's got so, one wheel. It's got one wheel that you yeah, sit in front it's got
1: of. One, yep. <laughs> one that I complain and uh, oh, what's going on there? All right, we're back. We're back. Hey, awesome. All right, technology. <laughs> So, so yeah, what do you want to do? You want to talk uh, Formula One first or what? Why not? All right, let's jump why not? right the, into it.
0: Uh, oh, let me explain. Hang on, before we get started on actual topics, let me just explain the title of the show real quick. The reason we call it Formula Hooligan is because I race in the World Formula class for my go-karting league that I race in. Not anymore. In. Not anymore, I'm doing road tax this year. But previously, I'd raced four to five seasons with the World Formula uh, motor. And for the first few seasons that I did it, um, and probably even still now. The class has been known for a lot of uh, guys just going off track, crashing, and basically just making a mess of the day.
1: <laughs> yeah, a bunch of hooligans. Probably yeah. why I haven't uh, gotten into it yet. I don't, I don't feel like uh, crashing and smashing up a $4,000 uh, piece of machine, you know?
0: I think that's a very bad excuse, and you should, yeah, you should be I doing it so anyway. Well. Regardless, we were actually dubbed the hooligans at one point. We weren't called the World Formula class anymore. We were called the hooligan class. A lot of us like that name. There's even some guys. Uh, Dave Nadu. He puts hooligan on his suit right down it's his nice. legs. I like the name too, and so I figured I, I came up with this Formula Hooligan name. Years or is it ago.
1: Formula Hooligan? If you're Ismar, is that what he calls it? Yeah, I think so. Well, we'll have to ask him yeah. before he watches this episode. Yes. Yes. I, <laughs> and then he's I, all self-conscious about maybe it. Maybe we spelt it wrong. Maybe uh, iRacing only allows a certain amount of characters or something. You could only use a hooligan instead of a hooligan. I, I don't know. I highly doubt that. We'll see. Regardless,
0: that's basically where the formula hooligan name comes from. And if you don't watch the first five minutes of this episode, we're never going to explain it again unless somebody asks. So you heard it now. Uh yeah. So let's talk uh, Formula One, like you were saying. So preseason testing just ended today, actually, out in Bahrain. And to be honest with you, I know you really haven't really been keeping up with it. I saw it. Hamilton spin. That That's it. right. Yeah, Hamilton spun and got Everyone beached. got excited.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, the world's falling, but uh, no. Yeah,
0: so I know you haven't been following it, really. I've been following it very loosely. And the only reason I haven't been, like, glued to it like I usually would is just because Preseason testing doesn't really tell you – it tells you some things, but not everything. No,
1: Ferrari has been first in testing for the last – well, no, not last year, but what was it, six years in a row? And- like
0: 2019, yeah. 2018. It all looked super promising, and then they never win the championship. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I looked at a graphic today, and it was uh, all the winners of preseason testing based off of all the champions. I mean, the, right. the champion's been Mercedes for the last seven years. But I think even the year – I looked at 2000 and twelve and 2013, which were the last times that Red Bull won the championships, 2012, Lotus was the fastest team in testing. Nice, And they won, I think, I think they only won one race that year. This is the year, this is the year from, uh, it's the same year that uh, Kimi Raikkonen said, leave me alone, I know, I know what I'm doing. Oh, it's famous. And that it. was, that was the last race of the year and he won that race. And I think, I want to say he won one previously that year. He must have, because that was a crazy year where the first seven races had, for, had seven different winners, and I'm sure he was one of them. Wow. Well, yeah. But maybe was, not.
1: This is this is nine before years ago. before I started watching, sadly, when that was yeah. really the, the... Maybe not the best times, but arguably. Right. But, but certainly regardless,
0: us. to get back to my point, the leading team in testing is rarely ever the team that wins the championship, or even does really anything. Yeah. Well, I can't say that. I mean, like, Ferrari was good in 2018-2019 testing, but... They didn't win the championship, still won races. It wasn't like they were garbage. But certainly. I don't know. It's it's kind of weird, though. Like, you said that Hamilton spun out in one of the sessions. And I've been, from my loose paying attention, it doesn't seem like he is actually comfortable with the car at all. Valtteri is actually more comfortable, which is crazy.
1: Yeah, maybe he's sandbagging. Maybe he's trying to... Yeah, Show maybe. a little bit like he's got some rust or something, you know, or he's still recovering from COVID, or who the hell knows? Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, you know, it's crossed my mind whether or not COVID is affecting him. That you know, nobody really yeah, knows what the long term, you know, uh, symptoms are. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he did have it like three, four months ago, so I would think by now, an athlete like him would be all set.
1: Yeah, he dominated too, uh, pretty much all the races since then. So I find that
0: uh, no, a he didn't. Factor.
1: Lewis, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say dominated now.
0: Still, totally- he... Uh, so he got sick, and then he attended the last race of the year last year at Abu Dhabi. And he... I'm not even sure he podiumed. We're not going to be up to all like the. uh, Yeah, well, uh, the drive to survive
1: uh, airs, I believe, this week. So uh, I'll do my catching up then. (laughs) I got to get my Netflix. uh,
0: That's basically when I'll be doing my catching up too. But like, I don't, I don't, I'm not even sure he podiumed. Max Verstappen won the last race last year. And I want to say Valtteri was on the podium. Um, Yeah, it must have been Hamilton. Yeah,
1: you know what it was? I thought Hamilton had it way before then. I didn't realize it was that late in the season.
0: Yeah, it it was very late. Because that was when. Um Russell took over his spot.
1: Oh yeah, well,
0: and we all know, most of us know how it. that
1: happened. Yeah. yeah, conspiracy theories. Yeah,
0: you you totally 2020
1: went. was full of conspiracy theories. We're not going to go into any of the others, but uh that was one of them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, so you're very much in favor that there was some shenanigans oh, going on yeah. with that race. Yes. So what? Explain.
1: What do you? Well, think? Well, let's see. For starters, there was the whole pit stop shenanigans, the double stack, and they yeah. they botched that. Then they uh, they put the used tires back on the you know as fresh tires, and so essentially there was two screw ups there. Yes. I I could picture one of them happening. Two of them. I just I don't think so.
0: It's it is very uncharacteristic of Mercedes to be doing something like that because they're usually exactly. perfect. Exactly. They're and it just perfect.
1: would have looked bad if this uh you know, George Russell right, went that, out there and
0: Yeah, you've you've had that argument.
1: Yeah. I and I'm not taking anything away from Lewis, but I just think it would have been for their their leading guy, the face of Formula One, it, it just wouldn't have put it wouldn't have bode well. If Mercedes, somebody else or the, won league, in the car. too, I, I think see, conspiracy theories go run much deeper, right there or higher or whatever. <laughs> but I you know, I think uh, it just wouldn't have looked it look, wouldn't have looked well. So, uh, but who knows?
0: You're saying it, would, R- it wouldn't have looked good with somebody no, else winning? I
1: think, yeah, because Formula One, it, I think Formula One would have looked a little bit like uh, you know because people already question. They say you know well it's the team with the most money and this and that and everyone already knows the foregone conclusion Mercedes is going to win no matter who's behind the wheel now. So right,
0: which is what they were going to prove
1: exactly and. People, st- it's it's still funny, the argument about like if Formula One's exciting now. And clearly, so I don't really watch, follow any other form of motorsport, to be honest with you anymore, except uh, that and uh, <laughs> and Formula One. It's it's still very exciting it, compared to IndyCar, can't get into. It's the personalities are lacking, NASCAR. Um, it just doesn't have well, the personalities that, they, that it used to. And Formula One does, I feel like.
0: Well, the great thing about Formula One now watching it in the U.S. is they use the Sky Sports um, stream or the Sky Sports presentation, yeah. which goes with no commercials, which, which is, is yes. incredible. I cannot watch NASCAR, IndyCar, yeah. even the IMSA stuff. Yes, I cannot you watch it, where you think it and with the same enjoyment because they throw commercials. And I swear to God, like it's like the American broadcasting or american television. There's a paper
1: is, bag on the uh, back straight. We got to uh, we got to throw just a caution here to, you know, so that that
0: that's our sponsors part of it. Can, uh, That's definitely part of it, but just like <laughs> I don't know, like I was watching the 24 hours of Daytona and I swear to god within the last 10 minutes they threw a commercial. And I don't even know if it one of the, it was one of those commercials where it was side by side where yeah. like in the little screen you still watch the race going on. But
1: it breaks up the momentum. Absolutely. It, I want to be the one to decide. When I'm watching and not watching, I don't want it to just, oh, yeah. well, it's, you know.
0: Yeah. So w- when you watch Formula One now these days, you just get totally
1: spoiled. Yeah, you do. It's great. You really become part of the experience. And uh, yeah, and that leads me to my next topic, too, is uh, fans in the uh, stands. formula one yeah obviously last year uh many of the people listening uh at least these first few episodes till we go real big anyway uh (laughs) we're probably going to be in montreal and then you know all of a sudden we couldn't do it and right here we are almost a year later questioning are we we still don't know and for someone like myself and i'm sure everybody i mean it's it's such a fan sport and being there it changes everything absolutely It's, it's like going to It's like going to a rock concert slash EDM fest slash, uh, I mean, there's uh, dirt bikes jumping with the uh, monster Monster girls and just. Yeah. Yeah, you got simulators. They. They got, uh, <laughs> you might got, have to just give up on that I at some so, point. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's like a 30 second loop, but, um, it's, it's a whole experience. And then, uh, obviously downtown Montreal is taken over by nothing but block parties and this net, and,
0: and it's all like that, that city dresses up for the weekend. Yes. You have Ferrari flags, checkered flags, yeah. all sorts of things going on, the, the cars yep. that come out that weekend.
1: So it's the whole experience. And yeah. that's what really drew me into formula one, uh, maybe four years ago when I first went. Yep. And that's what uh, you know, sucks you in, and then, then you care about all the, the teams, and you care about the right. you know, the drivers mostly. Right. Uh, I don't pay too much attention to uh, the managers and everybody else. I don't care. But uh, a little bit, you know. That's where Formula 1, the video game, right, comes into play. <laughs> uh, it's cool. You can build your own team. And, like, yeah, okay, great. But um, so, yeah, without us knowing about fans for the uh, June race in Montreal, it's, uh, it's hard for me, and that's what I was saying earlier, to get really amped about the season. Even though it's like we only watch one race live a year, but it, it's still, you feel a part of the season. Absolutely. You were there for, I mean, right. literally, what was it? Last time we were there, we had, who was that Formula One car dangling over our head? Oh, Leo <laughs> Norris. That just yeah, that's yeah. not supposed to happen. You're, yeah. In what, name me, uh, in any, any other sport where something similar to that would happen. Legal. Legally. It just doesn't. (laughs) You're you're never going to get that. It's a unique
0: situation. For those who don't remember, Lando Norris, he broke down probably halfway through the race at uh, the 2019 Canadian Grand Prix, and they put his car kind of like off to the side where the pits are. Now, when the race ends, all the fans can jump onto the track, run to the front stretch where the podium ceremony is happening. While they were doing that, while all of us were running to the podium, they picked up the the car with a crane. It had it dangling like 20 feet in the air. And you could just run under the thing, and you know they were they were having some people like, hey, stay away. But like, there's a video. I I took a video of me just being like, hey, hey, there's Lando's car. Like, it. it yeah. That that's that's what he's he's yeah. referring to. It's and
1: like I a, uh, I actually stopped and took a video, or so I thought. And um, I think Rich made fun of me over this because <laughs> all weekend I was having a lot of trouble with uh, technology. Of course, uh, taking You're photos, always. videos, I captured nothing. Apparently, I forgot to hit record somehow. I don't know. So I didn't get anything. But you know what? What a way to go. If that thing had fallen on me and crushed me. <laughs> I just, yeah. Death by falling. Yeah, by a $10 million dollar Formula One car or whatever it may be. Just boom. I don't know what a Formula One car even costs. It's you probably can't no put a price on it actually because of the amount of time invested in it. Right. There's
0: that. that yeah. If you put the time in. Right.
1: It. And then that's why it's like, you know, you've been there's, there's probably a number.
0: You know, you know, them number crunchers at those teams, uh, yeah. they, they probably got that number squared it's down.
1: Probably 10 million is probably accurate, maybe. That might be a little, yeah, low. maybe that might be a little low, but anyway, nonetheless, that's the kind of experience you get when you go to watch these races live. And that's right. why I think if you take anyone that has any interest in motorsports to a live event like Formula One, no, yep. they'll be hooked for probably forever.
0: Yeah, especially Montreal. Montreal is yeah. a hell of a city. And yeah, a exactly. A race. Well, that's just the track a breeds point. really good racing as well. It
1: does, but also so if you haven't been to Montreal, you're you're on an island. I mean, it's it's the coolest track. It's got it all. It's got it all. It's got walls, uh the Wall of Champions. Yeah. You know. Well, it's, it's got walls. Yeah, that that walls. that's a great thumbs up right I'm there. actually not a fan of that in general. Why? Uh I, I that's what makes mean, all
0: the classic tracks
1: really great. You bitch about the I friggin' uh, I I the tracks, of, with all the I Complain the about everything, really though. Yeah, you do. yeah. I, but that track in particular, it's just it's phenomenal. So if you haven't gone, you got to go. I'm hoping we can go in June. Otherwise, it's Coda, the parking lot track. Coda, C-O. Well, we're Boston here. Well, we're Island, whatever. I'm pretty sure you say
0: it like Coda. All right, all right. Circuit of the Americas. Circuit That's of the Americas right. in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. That is our uh, backup. That is our backup destination and to be honest with you, dude. I think that's gonna be our, our actual destination for the year. Yeah, I don't it is
1: what it is. It's uh well Texas is already open right now, so it's it seems very probable. And it's not yeah. till fall. It's the last race this right. season, right? No Well it's, not this year.
0: It's never the last race this season. It's probably like with three races to go. Something like that.
1: It's yeah, but anyway, it's it's towards the end. So yeah. it's it's looking likely. Um but I've heard it's a good track to uh to view from. Yeah. That's what everyone's well, saying. Well,
0: I've had friends go, uh Cotter, he's gone. Yep. And uh he said there's not a bad seat in the house. And he went in the MotoGP weekend, which MotoGP doesn't have oh, yeah. the same popularity. That would be cool. I know he, we
1: weren't supposed to talk about two wheels, but that would be cool.
0: <laughs> there was never that rule. We can talk yeah, about that whatever. That's true. Um, he said he went in the MotoGP weekend, and you're like, yeah, you buy your tickets, but like the seats don't fill up. So he said you could just walk around the whole track to whatever seats you wanted.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have to imagine Texas, the turnout there for Formula One has to be... Probably the the least amount of anywhere any other track in the world they go to because
0: uh, I don't think so, dude. Because here's one of the things they throw in with every ticket package. They usually throw some A list celebrity to do a concert to hey, the Saturday night, and Matthew that comes. McConaughey is down there, and Matthew McConaughey doesn't perform. That's true, he doesn't. <laughs> well, uh, he's all right, all right, all right. You know, I don't know. They always show him down there, regardless. But like they've had like I think like Justin Timberlake perform. Oh god, and that that comes with your ticket purchase. So oh, you you okay. get to go to a concert because you bought a Formula 1 ticket. That is and I think cool. that draws in Sure. Quite a few beautiful people, but I also think that within this country ever since the Netflix series Drive to Survive, Formula 1's go. gotten it's way more idea. popular. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I I go on the Formula 1 Reddit every once in a while and you'll see people who become fans because they watch the show. And then they're they're, they're addicted. They're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I you know, I've missed out on this." And they they're they're already following like the new season and the driver changes that have happened this year and all that kind of stuff. So I think yeah, it's not like it's not like football, but it is becoming more popular. Yeah,
1: the only thing is on that you know let's just talk about the last season of Drive to Survive. It was pretty unanimous that everyone was a little let down. It seemed like what compared to the first season. I wasn't. Oh, okay. Well, what yeah. what makes it, what you makes discuss- you say that? Um. Come on, Charles. Can't throw shit out like that. Yeah, just, well, <laughs> you know, we were all talking about it at uh, X1 Braintree. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, and yeah. it's just, I think the one of the problems is, at least for me, I watched him all. I binged him. Okay. And I, I think that kind of ruined it a little bit. It's better if you kind of just watch it one in a week or whatever and you kind of uh, pay more attention. But I just kind of blew right through him and it was just like, oh, yeah, well, I remember that. Okay. Uh, but what I was going to say was, it, it. I know they have to produce it and it's a high production value, but I wish it came quicker. But it's a good recap. So, like, it's about to air uh, this coming week, I think. Yeah. Netflix for the previous season. Yeah. This Friday. It just feels so long ago now. I just wish it was like right afterward. I know it's not possible, but it, at this point, it just.
0: I mean, it's great that they do that because it amps people up to get true into this. for the new season. When, when like a newbie watches that show, you know, whether yeah. it be like they watch it's it like with a recap their boyfriend. for their
1: uh, TV show, favorite TV show, yeah, yeah, and it and
0: then the show starts next week, basically, right. because that's when the season starts. That that's it's kind of
1: perfect. Yeah, you know it, I mean? it makes sense from that perspective. Because then
0: they're like, "What happens next?" Well, tune in next week to the actual race, right? And you'll find out what happens next.
1: What was that other TV show? Uh, it wasn't on Netflix. I want to say it was Amazon Prime. They had a uh, very similar to Drive. Do you remember that? It was. It. I don't think it made it past its first season. And uh, what the heck was
0: it? I really don't know. Well, Formula One. Um,
1: yeah, it was Formula One. Um, hold on. There's gotta... been
0: a There's been a few documentaries on Netflix. There was a Williams one, and there was a McLaren one.
1: Let's see. A few here. years I ago. I want to look this one up. You can fill this in while you're... uh
0: what's so this? no dead air? Yeah, yeah. Dead That's dead It's air. fine. It's podcast land. There's right, no we, rules. Yeah, there's
1: no <laughs> rules, right. We got Marty calling in. Hey, Marty. <laughs> what <laughs> are you doing? Driving a truck? Yeah. <laughs> well, great. Your job's going to be uh, outdated in about five minutes. <laughs> um. Uh, Don't say yeah. that. Do you see where our fucking... <laughs> <laughs> You can't say that. Our sponsor uh, is all uh, about driving trucks. They don't use trucks. They use moron. Uh, yeah, they're all hybrid uh, <laughs> technology and uh, electric motors and everything else.
0: Don't worry, Newport Propane. I believe you guys are going to have truck drivers for quite some time.
1: Yeah, probably fifty years at least.
0: Yeah, to be to go totally off topic, I don't believe you're going to have autonomous truck How drivers enough? for some time you know what i mean
1: oh no i well everyone knows this is talking or spoke to me probably i, I don't think we're ever gonna sorry rich and your tesla i don't think we're ever <laughs> gonna have uh, self-driving cars it's, it's just the uh, problem is i'll tell you no here's is very simple the it is possible eventually you know we we created the highway system throughout all of the u.s and then that changed commuting forever it would be the same undertaking we're gonna need sensors through all the major highways and interstates and everything else. You can't just have the cars communicating with each other. It's not going to be good enough. It's, you need a fail-safe mode. And I think having some type of sensors on the roadway is going to allow for it one day to happen. Sure. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I think without that, I, I just think you're going to run into way too many... Think about it. We All we do in this country is sue, 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 sue. sue. It's going to be lawsuit, lawsuit, lawsuit. It would just, it might start, and it's going to quickly get squashed. Because yeah, I don't know. How do you... I I mean, imagine though, you're, you're, you know, your family's driving home from dinner. Bam, they're dead because they slammed into another car because their sensor was blocked by I, some debris. It,
0: it's already happened. Exactly. They have, they have a few Teslas out there that they test that are purely auto driving, and one dude died. Yeah, it collided into an eighteen-wheeler.
1: I, I, I don't know why I, I'm the kind of guy that laughs at a funeral here. I don't know why I'm smiling, but <laughs> um, it. Yeah, but that's my point, and that's that's going to continue to happen. But the the argument is, well, there's more deaths though because of drunk driving, texting, and everything, which is true statistically sure. but um people like control over their own fate and destiny so i think uh in conclusion we're uh, we'll be good new prop- propane will be good um yeah we'll keep driving yeah. cars and well
0: my argument us. for the, the truck driving thing especially with like propane delivery is that
1: you're driving a giant bomb
0: well sure you're driving a giant bomb <laughs> and maybe you want an actual person behind that bomb but um delivering is not like a perfect like i drive here and then the delivery happens no you still have a person that has to get out and run the hose out right and bring it to the tank and then bring it all back do the calculation for the for the the ticket all that good stuff but it's never like it's never like it's always obvious where to put the truck for that delivery i would know because i actually i did the deliveries for a year i worked for newport propane for a little while and uh deliveries is what i did so but there's plenty of times, like, there's a car in the way of where you would usually park. So you got to kind of, you know, yeah. finesse yourself to figure out where to get the truck to actually, del- you know, do the delivery correctly. Um, Amongst other things, there was some locations that, like, uh you'd have, you know, a certain tree that was right there in the way. Sure. And you'd, you'd have to put the truck in a position <clears throat> where it would work. And I don't think you can tell a computer that. No, I agree. You know, you know this, what I mean?
1: Yeah, this reminds me of... um a few things, but one in particular, you know, you go to Stop and Shop and you see that, uh, that odd-looking tall robot, that, like a weeble wobble. I hate wobble. That thing. I hate it, exactly. But you notice, he does it a very efficient job. You know, he reports when clean up aisle five, whatever, you know, someone spilled a, smashed a bottle of tomato sauce. But, like you just said, what happens when somebody is standing there and he just kind of spins, Wah! and he doesn't know what to do? Because, oh my God, now it's like his, uh, whatever algorithm, whatever system he's on and using, it, it, it can't figure out what to do. He's stuck. He's like, Barrr. it I knows. not know. I've like never tried. It, it, I, <laughs> well, that's, uh, I guess my, uh, the, the child in me. When I go, I, I tend to like to, you know, get in its way and just see how it reacts because yeah. um, it's a robot and it's cool. But he, yeah, he gets confused. He does he can't continue his job. He won't run into me, which is good. So he's not but causing that, damage, um, but he's not continuing and finishing his his job to clean up messes and report Shoplifters, whatever he does, I don't know.
0: Right? Have you? Um. What I'm asking is, has you have you seen that? Because I've never seen anybody actually try to mess with the thing. Oh yeah, Uh,
1: this is a true story. I I try to do it quite often. Yeah. Oh. You've never like shoved your shopping cart into it? No. Oh, I think. No, you're more cynical than I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember what they name them. They're all named like they they name them at the. uh, Yeah,
0: they have them googly eyes on.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it's funny. It's like uh, BB-8 over there, but um. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know how we started talking about uh, no, how that, about but we'll, uh, no more. we'll go back into uh, Formula One because one of the things I was saying is uh, earlier was uh, the draw this year is also the lineup changes. There's been uh, yes so many changes. I actually I had to write them down because I can't keep up with it. There's um, essentially nobody is on the same uh, team except for uh, Max Verstappen, Max, yeah, Lewis Hamilton. Yes. Uh Bottas. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you it's keep half. Going. It's, it's about half. 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 Yeah, it's yeah, about half. It's... But so that's where I'm most interested to see is how that changes the dynamic, and and if yeah. it's, if you're gonna start seeing uh, somebody like um, I don't know, an Alex Albon, Sergio Perez, or one of those up and comers, are they really gonna like? Well,
0: Alex Albon's gone.
1: Uh, where did he go?
0: He's going to DTM. He's not racing Formula One anymore.
1: Oh, so uh, okay. Well, that's that's good. Thank you. I got to Sergio- my notes. <laughs>
0: Sergio Perez excuse me Sergio Perez took his seat
1: well that okay so because Albon wasn't proving himself
0: whatsoever last year
1: that's another thing yeah so not only was there changes within Formula 1 but there's guys that left
0: yeah forcibly or you know or just well I don't know I don't know if anybody left Formula 1 last year because they wanted to I don't think anybody did Magnussen no those guys those guys would have stayed if they had the
1: ride they were both kicked out was he though yeah Absolutely. it wasn't just because the accident and
0: what accent? No, Roman Roman Grosjean was the one in the accent. Oh, accident. I'm thinking Roman Grosjean. But okay. it's the same yeah, thing with him. mittens. If if mittens. God. <laughs> Sorry. If he was, um, <laughs> both of those guys would stay in Formula One given the choice. You know what I mean? Anybody would yeah, stay in Formula One exactly. given the choice. It's, Actually, me, me even saying like, did anybody leave because they wanted to? Which is, it is that's a yeah, stupid that's thought. Because nobody's going to leave Formula One because they want to. Level of racing, yeah, and, yeah. And, and money as well. You're going to get paid. Well. Yeah, you're going to get paid well. You're racing the fastest cars there are. I, if I were to pick anybody who would have left Formula 1 last year if they didn't find a ride because they wanted to, I would think, like, a Sebastian Vettel. He seemed miserable at Ferrari. Yeah. Especially with his performance last year and even <clears throat> the years going into it. Like, last year was especially bad. But, I mean, he, he's never... For the he's, last two or three years, he's seen miserable in Ferrari. Yeah, I
1: think similarly to Drew Brees, he needs to hang it up. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's... Vettel has, is he like third or fourth for the most uh, championships or something?
0: He has four championships, which I think slots him into...
1: It's top five, I believe.
0: It is top five. It's remarkable. You have Lewis Hamilton and Michael Schumacher. They share first place with Mm -hmm. seven championships each. Uh, Juan Manuel Fangio has five, I believe. And then you have yeah Vettel. It's crazy yeah. So Vettel is technically fourth because first and second right. are tied.
1: So you have to give him mad respect. I mean yeah. Oh, he's definitely one of the but best. He former... got including me. I mean, everybody shit on him last year. It was it was embarrassing. Some of the moves, but it was maybe yeah. just frustration. You know, <clears throat> Charles Leclerc I, was on a real run well, there for a while. And, if you think about it, he
0: was fired at the end of the year before the season even started. He he knew at the before the season even started that like now nah, you're out this year, bud. This is your last year. Yeah. So so that sucks. That's true. So you're gonna do your best job when you just got fired? I don't think so. Yeah. So that that's definitely part of it. But like also I just he's never had the rear end of the car under him like for the last two or three years, which is kind of what I was saying. Like the last few years he's just been garbage because of that. I mean he's he's made fun of online spinala. You ever heard that friggin' phrase? Of course. Because he just spins the car all the friggin' time. So I think he's gonna do much better at Aston Martin. I kind of hope that. Uh, nah, that won't happen. I was gonna say, like, would they give Lance the better car because his father owns the team? But they didn't do that with him last year. You know, it's not like Lance was destroying Sergio. Sergio was more or less destroying Lance. And but
1: Lance had a better season last year.
0: Lance always does like okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think he deserves his seat in Formula One, but he would never. It's hard to you know see him as a championship driver he got at one pole position last year which came out of friggin nowhere you know yeah
1: was that uh hockenheim or that crazy weather race what it was a
0: crazy weather um it was a weather race and weather qualifying yeah it was it was at turkey and this is the first time they've been back to the track since 2011 i believe and it was raining the entire qualifying um from what i from what i can remember and um, you know, there's so many. I, I hope I'm right. I, I bet you there's so many people that are just like,
1: it wasn't raining the whole time. Yeah. Do you even like Formula? <laughs> I know. Actually, we probably should have waited till we saw Drive to Survive again.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, to do this podcast, we'll yeah. be much more educated next week, folks.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll redo it. You know, but that's that's the uh, point. You can uh...
0: regardless. He won the qualifying. It was supposed to be Max Verstappen's taking. He was he was first in qualifying one and two, and he just blew it in qualifying three. Um, but then like Lance from the start of the race led led the whole race up until the pit stops. So yeah, like he, he showed race. pace and he actually was driving away. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he was being closed in on until like kind of till it came time for pit stops. And it, I think people are kind of encroaching on him, but um, like, I don't, I don't, yeah, you know, I shit on him. You shit on him. Our whole friend group shits on him cause he's daddy's boy. But like,
1: Hey, listen, you, you,
0: you gotta have some skill to drive those cars. Yeah, that's you know a, I mean? that's
1: a good way of looking at it exactly. It's, and you gotta be in matter. good
0: shape. You can't be yeah. a regular Joe Schmo jump on that thing and you probably wouldn't even be able to do five laps without so your neck hurting, your shoulders hurt. Yeah, or
1: even passing out. Uh, you know. <laughs> I don't,
0: I don't I mean, know if you'd pass out. It's they're doing some G's sustain G's though. Uh, they sustain like five or six G's at the most at some of the crazier tracks, what which about is a like, lot. Uh,
1: when you first uh tried the um it was uh then a shifter car. What were you in a tag? Remember that? And you were like just the uh, heat and everything. You, you almost passed out yourself.
0: I mean, yeah, if you throw heat into it and just, you know, general exhaustion, sure. I was thinking you were thinking like black out and just pass yeah, out while no, driving. no,
1: I, Well, that, I still think I could have that happen to me. You know, some <laughs> regular Joe Schmo and fastest I've been is like 40 miles an hour in a go-kart. <laughs> Maybe 46. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe 40. The sheets say 50-something, but I uh, yeah. highly doubt that.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. Um
0: yeah, you, you got to give him some credit. And I I love him a lot more now that I know what a real uh shitty daddy boy situation looks like with Nikita Mazepin. Are you up to speed with that? No. With the Russian no, kid?
1: Not at all. Although he's neither the one that played grab ass in the back of the car yes. and got in trouble. Yeah. Well,
0: grab chest. Oh, uh, chest chest
1: ass. Yeah, like but. right in the
0: cleavage, yep. right under the clothes. I think Filmed if, it himself. If
1: you've learned anything lately, that's like the one thing that's going to get you in trouble these days is—it seems oh, like there's,
0: there's plenty that'll get you in trouble.
1: Yeah, but uh, just what are you doing? It's, you're on video, exactly. and you're, you're like—it's—it's it's not a, like you're somebody filmed figure.
0: him doing it. He—he he filmed himself doing it.
1: I, I actually have yet to see the video. You don't need yeah, to. Yeah, I can imagine it. But, like um, I said,
0: like right in the cleat, like under and grabs the whole who, thing. Who was this clothes. girl? Some reporter, I believe. Oh, that's real smart. Yeah. Um, And she went on Instagram and she initially was saying, like, oh, it's not a big deal, blah, blah, blah. And then she went back on there and said, "Uh, it was some quote, like, uh, note to self, don't be friends with assholes. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah so she, like... she flipped her script real quick. She was probably like, I don't want to get him in trouble. But then, like, came to, you know, actually. You know, yeah, became smart and was like, "I should probably fend for myself." Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, he's an asshole. Who knows? He could have paid her, paid her off. And the the crappy thing is, I mean, have you seen what the car looks like?
1: Mm, I can I can only imagine. What what are they? Russian mean? colors. Oh, yeah, the whole car, the whole car, like the exterior.
0: It's a white car with it's red, cool. white, and blue stripes, but they're in the order of the Russian flag. Really. And the, the name on the car is Daddy's uh, Sponsor, or Daddy's Company.
1: That's hilarious. Was this yep. uh, in the U.S. where this happened, or no?
0: I don't know where the incident happened. I don't think it was in the U.S. Oh Probably in Russia somewhere, or Europe, whatever.
1: Yeah, but... The- I don't know. Yeah, they, they, I guess where I was going with that was there was there was drivers uh, that were getting uh, in trouble this year, this past year over like uh, comments during sim racing events, weren't there? Well, you Maybe had Kyle Kyle one.
0: Larson last year, almost right. like a year to the date.
1: Different. Well, he was the one that said the N word, right? He yeah, dropped a bomb. I think so. Over sim racing. Over sim racing, racing? Yeah, yeah, probably a stupid idea. But there were some very people that got in idea. trouble though, not even saying, uh, not even. I'm not talking about racial slurs or crap. when I think they literally were like, "This sucks" or something. You know, like. Nah, um, it
0: never went that bad.
1: There was uh yeah, maybe it was just the guys complaining about you it. It you know, is not realistic.
0: You know who uh you know, you know who got a lot of shit for for saying something and it it was kind of like, "Wait, why, why why do people care?" Was uh Max Verstappen last year at the Portuguese Grand Prix called uh Lando, not Lando. Uh Lance Stroll, the other daddy's boy, called him a mongol cuz they coll- they collided in turn 1. And he <laughs> was like, da da, what a mongol." And then like there was actually this like outrage towards Max Verstappen cuz he used that As an insult. Uh, And like, I've never thought about that as being like a... Well,
1: I mean, isn't that essentially like calling someone the R word or... Uh,
0: No, because you're directing it at a group of people, like an actual nationality, Mongolians.
1: Yeah, (laughs) but that that term uh, has kind of replaced the R word, really. Uh, I haven't And in a bad... No, really? I have not heard anybody else really uh, using it. Okay. Me and Max, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> regardless. Not that we condone that sort of thing. I, uh, I
0: kind of looked into it for a second, and I, I don't remember what the explanation was for, you know, the reason for people to use that, to use Mongol as as a replacement for, like, stupid. Yeah. But that that's the closest thing I, I was thinking, like, I don't know. We have to get outraged about everything kind of thing, but... Well, yeah, that's it. Regardless. Going topic. back to my other point about... Uh, Daddy's boy uh, maze pin there. That that example makes me like Lance Stroll a lot better because Lance Stroll seems more like a normal dude. Lawrence Stroll seems more like a normal father than this Russian asshole and his kid who is a tit grabber. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> I agree. I think that's that not... that's where it can go. That's how that's how bad money and, and everything can make you But the punish
1: be. what was the punishment for it? Nothing. Yeah. They get rid of Nothing. great girls, but he, they punish him. They,
0: mean, they they go to him. they go to sensitivity training, which what uh, the frick does that mean? When it happened, Formula it's One by
1: Bill Burr by the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh I wasn't going to say it, you know, formula one throws sensitivity training at him and, and formula one comes out with their statement saying, we don't support his actions. Da, 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 da. And then Haas formula one team comes out and also says we don't support their actions, but like maybe they are a little bit honest with their thoughts regarding the whole incident. But you know, the reason that he's staying in there is because of the money. That's, that's why he's yeah, in there. It's
1: you, you need, and they need, it, the money. it feels it's, like it's the, the,
0: the apology, the, the apologies are so fake from Haas, F1. Yeah. You know, they, they throw out that statement. Oh, we don't approve of his actions. As a way to just be like, all right, we got our asses covered about what he did. I mean, like I was saying, they probably don't approve of it. But it's still like if you really didn't approve of what he did, which was sexual assault that he filmed himself. The proper action in my mind is yeah, out of here. Yeah, you would Leave. think
1: so. It's not like he was a. Uh, it's not Lewis Hamilton doing it, where you'd be like, "All right, I get it." You know, the guys. What do you like, mean you get it? What What are you supposed oh, to do? Uh, I don't know. Kobe Bryant comes to mind, or Tiger Woods, or any of these numerous superstars. You know, if they commit a certain crime, the standards don't necessarily hold. for Oh, them. you mean it it in that for... respect? Yeah, if you're a superstar, usually you kind of get away with more. It's the way it goes. Yeah, Maze that Pint, can be Maze true. Pint, or however you say it still Pint.
0: doesn't make it right.
1: Yeah, he's. <laughs> I don't know. Enough but, about him. Uh... <laughs> screw him. Yeah, screw Yeah, why are we even talking about
0: why are we giving him the light of day?
1: I don't know. So, I was going to say uh Michael Schumacher. I don't I haven't really followed much of him, but now he's Nobody has, really. He's moved up into the ranks though. Now <laughs> Isn't he dra- what, what is What is the story with Michael Schumacher?
0: <laughs> Michael Schumacher is potentially about. a vegetable in a in a bed right now. You're talking about Mick Schumacher. Oh, Mick. Ah, he, see, he, yes. I didn't
1: realize his name was Mick. Yes. That's Mick. Stupid, oh, let's well, scratch out the F word, but uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. I thought all this time Mick, I was like, it's just short for Michael. I didn't even realize that. I,
0: I don't was. believe so. Maybe it can you do Mick short for Michael? Uh,
1: yeah, you can do anything you want now. People spell Charlie with a Y. <laughs> so, uh,
0: regardless, you're, you're talking about Mick Schumacher, yeah, of course, who uh, yeah, he's the more exciting prospect at Haas F1 this year. And the one that has fortunately gotten the most coverage online and well, social media and stuff like that, because, I mean, you know... I'm the son of a champion. The son of a champion, but also, like, the other kid did bad things, and they don't really want to put him on social media. So That's true. Um, but that'll be exciting to watch. It will be exciting to watch. It's cool to see an M. Schumacher on the grid once again. That's true. It doesn't really hold the same uh, nostalgia to me as it does to other folks, because I only started watching F1 around 2010. And while Michael Schumacher was in the sport in 2010. He was on like a comeback tour at Mercedes. Never really did much. The most he ever did was he got pole at Monaco where he got a penalty, had to start fifth place in that race and then crashed in lap one. He wasn't his his same super successful self that he was at Ferrari where he was winning five championships in a row. So, you know, when I first started watching and I see Schumacher on the grid, I knew who he was. You know, I, I did a, a passing following of Formula One.
1: So you think he's going to end up like a Dale Jr? That's a good question. I think I think so.
0: You think so? Yeah. Well, like he's
1: a guy that you're going to love to try to meet and be like, "Oh my god, Michael's son." Michael's son Mick. Not Michael.
0: Not Michael. Uh, I don't know. I don't it's know. Uh, See, Formula 1 has had a few examples of father-son success. You have um uh,
1: Did Max's dad ever Yeah, well Max's yeah. dad
0: drove but Max's dad didn't really have any success. He didn't have any wins. I think he might have had a podium or two. But uh, what was the one that just it just came to mind? Yeah, uh, Gilles Villeneuve, which is uh, based off of the you know the track that we go to. Oh yeah. His name is uh, inspired that name of that track. And Jacques Villeneuve, who won the championship in the late nineties. Cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's your two successful. I'm not sure Gilles even even had a championship, but he was a winner. You know, constantly winning races, and I. Um,
1: yeah, I'm sure in other motorsports there's many examples, but not in formula.
0: Yep. One. And then I, uh, you also have. Wow, why is it escaping me right now?
1: Because there's a microphone in front of my face. Because there's a microphone yeah, in front of my face. Make That's make exactly you, why yeah, My brain, brain can't work, work, work with yeah, this thing in front of my face. Maybe just close your eyes.
0: <laughs> Nobody's here. Everybody's in their underwear if they are here. Um, you have, uh,. Wow, I'm making my point really crappy. But you do have examples of father-son combos that have worked before who have had success in Formula 1. So it wouldn't be super surprising if Mick was good. But it could be like a Dale Jr. situation where like Dale Jr. wasn't a bad NASCAR driver, but he wasn't the seven-time champion that his father was. Right. He,
1: but he was a cool person. And yeah. People like him. And yeah. I think that's what could happen yep. here if he's, if he's smart anyway. You know, he's going to be very He'll smart definitely be one of
0: the most popular. You know, I think he does it all right. He does all right for himself when he goes on to social media and whatnot. He seems like a stand-up dude.
1: Well, I don't know. I for one am ready to see some of these guys like Lando and uh, some of these younger guys, uh, Charles Leclerc and, and yeah. Max, who's already been already shown himself. But I'm kind of ready for the new generation. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, it is getting well. A everybody little,
0: is. I mean, everybody's yeah. sick of uh, Hamilton winning everything.
1: Yeah, I'm sick of it, but it will be sad when it's over. You know. Yeah. Uh, I mean he keeps kinda hinting at I'm gonna retire. It's bad on the environment and I'm gonna do this.
0: <laughs> he he is on the I environmental side of things. It was almost uh it was very uh speculative during the off season that he was gonna retire only because he only I wanna say he signed his contract for this year maybe only two or three weeks ago at this point. Um so there was like a is he even gonna re sign? You know, well, what's he yeah, doing? There's no deal yet. Value, that's all. Even Toto Wolf is uh the race uh you know. Total Wolf of Mercedes uh, was rumored to be retiring as well, or moving to another team, or whatever it was.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of those rumors early on, <clears throat> but uh, but that,
0: that's the thing from... though; those weren't early on. That was like throughout the offseason right. up until recently. What's funny about this year's silly season is that most of it was already said and done before the season even started last year. You already had you are like I was saying earlier. You already knew that Vettel was out. You know, we already knew that Ricardo was going to go to McLaren. Right.
1: Yep, before is. the
0: season even started. He's um, becoming
1: a, a team hopper though here at this. point. He is, you know, very much. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm a huge Ricardo fan. I, you can't tell right now, but uh, yeah, well, it's I, um, most people are. Yeah, exactly. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's good, uh, he's yeah, fun he's a good to personality. Watch. Um, he's just exciting to watch, really. Right. But, uh, it, it'd be interesting because isn't he the one didn't he also make a comment like if I. I don't know if he said if I was in the in the you know uh, Lewis's Mercedes, I would be up at the top two, But he said something along those lines. I
0: th- I think uh, <clears throat> a few drivers have said that. Max has said that. I know yeah. Max Max for sure has said that.
1: I don't doubt that though. If for someone like Max, I mean, no, you you don't no. think he would be. A- no, I'm agreeing with you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I
0: also don't yeah. doubt it.
1: I mean, it's it's yeah,
0: come on. Yeah, I mean George just, George so Russell proved it.
1: Picture less than I don't know, the rental leagues, right? When we're all out there, and it's yeah, like there's yeah, always yeah. the ringer. And all of us are complaining, but obviously the one in the ringer is like, no, no, it's me. It's all me. (laughs) It's like, yeah, yeah. Right. Even though you're walking by somebody on the street, you know, and, uh, you know, but anyway, it's, it is what it is. Every
0: once in a while, you got to get into one of those carts that are just a rocket. Yeah. Just feel good about yourself.
1: The rocket outdoors make, is a huge advantage, but for some reason, once again, though, the indoor track, that's no more there is, uh, you could not, you could win in, in the uh, shitty, shitty cart.
0: Every once in a while. Well, because yeah, you could play defense on the indoor exactly. track. Exactly. For those who don't know, me and, and uh, Charlie here have done our fair share of uh, rental karting, oh, both indoors incredible. and outdoors. It's, so uh, that's what we're alluding to right now.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's the best if you haven't done it. R1 in Rhode Island is still doing it. And uh, yeah. Foxwoods has a nice gas-powered... Foxwoods uh, is, is probably like my
0: favorite indoor track I've ever incredible. been to. It which, is by the way,
1: we weren't able to do an endurance race there, which we did about a year ago, and it was uh, fantastic. Yeah, that was
0: a great time. That was a great time. Yeah. I can't believe... How much strategy went into that race? You would think it's just a bunch of dudes. Like yeah. there was a few racing teams, like actual racing guys that showed up to do it. Like mostly oval racers. Yeah. Um. But with we the way, they've done
1: better with uh, some strategy.
0: Well, yeah. I mean,
1: I mean, clearly, I think I picked up. I don't remember how long that penalty was. All because I entered pit lane um, when you weren't supposed to. Remember, there was like a oh a certain oh, really? amount of teams. Yeah, there's like two teams that are allowed in at one time. But when you're coming off that corner in the back straight there, it's like that right-hander, and it just comes up quick.
0: Oh, I vaguely remember what you're talking about now. And they would
1: also penalize you, supposedly, if you come in hot. You know, makes sense. Yeah. You want to endanger the flagger there. But, uh, yeah, 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 it was like, so I got penalized big time. And I was running good, and not that it mattered. We weren't going to. I don't even remember where we finished. It was not a... It wasn't good.
0: No. It wasn't. Nothing, nothing to report. No. <laughs> nah,
1: yeah. it's. Uh, but it was... Uh, it was. F- we all had fun. We got participation trophies. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually.
0: We got to go to Foxwoods. It was the greatest thing because it was awesome, uh, yeah. it was an eight-hour race, and they split it up over two four-hour sessions on Saturday. So in the, you had on plenty of
1: drinking, and Tom Brady losing, though, was the really bad part, if you remember. Did that happen while that we were there? It was that night, yeah. Oh, no way. You fell asleep afterward, and you missed it. There was... Uh, yeah, all the TNA came out at that, uh, what is that, yeah, the Scorpion bar or whatever told it is. Me many times. And- I mean, well, it just didn't hurt, you know. We just got booted from uh, the uh, AFC Championship game, and uh, that was it. Actually, no, it wasn't even the AFC Championship game. What am I talking about? We got booted before that. But anyway, um, yeah, it was phenomenal. So I'm ready to do it again. I kept calling them this year asking about it, and they didn't even know, sadly, what it was. So I, I think that's it I mean, maybe they'll bring it back. It'll be, it'll be back um, next year. year. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Winter of uh, December of 2020. Right.
0: They will do it in the winter, which I'm assuming is probably a slower time for them anyway. So that's when that's the best time to do it.
1: Oh, so cheap. Remember how it was awesome. It was a package. We usually, if you stay at that hotel, it's four to 600 bucks. Is it? I think 400 at least. Yeah. I've been there. I'm not a casino goer. Me neither, but I have been there recently actually, (laughs) but I didn't spend the night there because ironically from Foxwoods from here, it's. 30 minutes maybe 25 if you're cooking yeah you yeah yeah i believe it yeah so it's uh you know but you that, could even take an uber if you're that, that
0: was the best deal because you got to do the race it was two four-hour sessions on a saturday morning and a sunday morning but then you got to stay the the saturday night yeah as part of your entry for your entire team it was awesome yeah and we, the racing is very good the people who run it aren't just like there to make money no they're no. there they're racers it you can intense. tell those guys are racers who put it on yeah and the rules are really good and the thing, like I was saying with the strategy, the thing that made it so interesting was that having a good cart, you know, with, with indoor carting and any type yeah, of rental gotta, carting.
1: We were trying to be fair, though. Remember, we were more concerned about everybody's getting their money's worth. And I get it, because our team, I think we had six people? Five. Oh, five. Me, really?
0: you, Derek, Josh, David.
1: Okay. Which actually seemed too many. I think four would have really? been the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah, it was. Because then, yeah, I really do. Because like I was just saying, if you had a quick cart... Yeah, we were still like, ah, oh, you know, we got to bring it in because it was like, you know, you want to give uh, whoever you know a chance yeah, we, out there. We might have done that a few times, a little bit too much because yeah. the, the other teams, if you remember, they would just keep out there until they absolutely well, they whatever were smart. The max was yeah.
0: So if if I'm remembering the rules correctly, what it was is that, um, you know, th- these they are all rental X carts, so times. you you don't race the same cart the entire race. What would happen is they would have four carts ready to go in the pits, right. and you would come in. And then your teammate would jump in the cart at the front of those four carts to go for their, you know, right. for their uh, run. So what happened was, and I wish we knew this pr- you know, prior, was that teams would actually pay attention to which cart was in front yeah. and they would that's wait. What you're gonna get. Right. So they would wait and they would, you know, keep in mind, like, which carts are the fast carts today? Because it's all rental carts. Some of them would beat right. the shit and some of them are actually fast. So they would see the fast cart come up at the front of the grid or the front of the pits there and then be like, ah, and wave to their guy who was over on the balcony who could wave to their driver to come in so that their driver would come in and the next guy would just jump into another fast cart and go. that That's what blew my mind. Like That's how much people were paying attention. But it all makes sense. Yeah, it does. It, you was,
1: know? it was tough. Yeah, they had a lot of people. And they it, w- didn't allow headsets. Remember that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? That sucked. However, I've looked into it more, and I guess that's a rule amongst all of carting. You can't really be doing that.
1: That's weird. So you can't have a spotter. You can't. No. That's really well. Bad. I wonder why. From
0: the very brief uh, research that I did now, maybe it's a safety thing. When I did the twenty-four hour race out in Orlando, you could have communication, or at least we weren't told. No, well, that's because Florida. You can do anything. In Florida. <laughs> you can. You can do anything yeah. in Florida. Yeah, you can go wrestle wrestle crocodiles if you want. Yeah. This episode of the Formula Hooligan Podcast is brought to you by Newport Propane.
1: Wait, wait, now Alex, does anyone even use propane anymore? Do you live under a rock, Charles? Well, I know you can grill with it, uh huh. But can you cook on the stove with it? Yes. Heat the house with it? Of course. Warm up the pool? Mm-hmm. Fuel my flamethrower so I can melt snow with it? All right, slow down, Charles. Well, what about when the lights go out? A propane generator will do you right.
0: Okay, okay. So who would I talk to if I want propane in my house? Newport Propane, of course. They've been family-owned and operated for over 60 years now, so I'd say they know a thing or two about propane installation and delivery not to mention they'll come out and give you a free estimate on any propane systems you're thinking about adding to your home sounds good to me how do i get in touch with them you can call them at 401-847-6878 or visit them online at newportpropane.com that's 401-847-6878 or newportpropane.com newport propane proudly serving the rhode island area for over 60 years i uh, i'm gonna be doing that again this year uh, at the end of the year we're going to new orleans actually
1: Oh, for uh, endurance race. For an endurance race. Nice. Yep.
0: Twenty four hours of NOLA. Oh wow. New Orleans. I don't even know what the rest oh, of the acronym know, is. But, but that um, sounds amazing. We uh, our radio communication didn't really work so well, so we got to figure that out better for this year. Um, but it definitely helps, especially in the endurance races, especially with you know high performance endurance races when your fuel matters and all that kind of stuff. You have to come in and fuel the carts, and <laughs> it'd be nice to be able to reach out to your driver and be like, Hey, how does the fuel look? And you know, somebody yeah. could actually come back and tell you.
1: In the last 24 uh, hour race you did and you have some uh, some people that weren't necessarily taking care of the uh, cart maybe a little bit and then uh, I think we, that's we the one the one issue and that's we experienced it even in uh, Foxwoods is endurance races just as an endurance race. So if you're out there and you're beating it up, spinning out or destroying the tires or damaging the cart, it's huge. you're you're yeah. you're shooting yourself in the foot. The thing S- is though. I don't want to say slow and steady but steady and quick. Right, you know, right, and that seemed like the be.
0: obvious way to go. But like last year during the twenty four hours of Orlando, dude, the guys who won, like to be fair, they're all like scusa drivers, professional karting guys. Yeah, Those so they're the like hired
1: shoes. <laughs> they're just they—they
0: uh... they were the top guys, yeah. to win that race on top of like Ricky and Jordan Taylor, who are sports car drivers and whatnot. But that's, that's cool. though. They yeah. were driving their cart like it was a sprint race the entire time. Like at night, you could see them hopping curbs, throwing sparks, and I was wow. like, "Why? How does wh- how are you able to do this? Because the rest of us are using the the uh, you know the mindset that you're talking about. Yeah, preserve the cart, just get around, don't wreck, don't get into trouble, and just do st- steady lap times. Well. You know, but those guys just went out there. But the carts we were like prepared destroying. by
1: individual teams. It wasn't provided by the sanctioning.
0: No. it wasn't provided by the sanctioning. Right. Team. No.
1: So therefore, maybe they knew they were confident. They, uh, they I, don't, yeah, I, don't I don't know how. how you, it's a cart. It's not. Yeah. There's not a lot you can do to, to set it up to withstand bumps.
0: There's got to be something because they did whatever it was it's to
1: cheating. No, I'm only kidding. Yeah, you never know. I don't. How you never know. Yeah, but you know what? So uh, let's change topics. We were talking about NASCAR, and we watched that uh, documentary on how how they used to cheat back in the day and stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. What about with carding? Because well, There's like got to be it. There's yeah. got to be cheating with carding. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we really. I don't even know if we want to go there. <laughs> what mean. and expose some people? Yeah. I'm not sure if we want to do that. But um, I, I don't. I, let I, me
0: think. let me think. Let me just think for a second. <laughs> I think to think if I know anybody okay. who's actually
1: cheated and gotten caught. I mean, I feel like you can cheat with the weight. That's what they did mostly in NASCAR was with weight. You know, trying to empty your, you know, figuring a right. way to drop the load and
0: right because they used to not uh, <laughs> they used to not weigh the cars after the race only before. That's why those things all worked. Mm. I cannot think like I wasn't even going to drop names if I did know. Yeah, I don't. I can't even think of anybody right now that cheats in our New Hampshire car. I mean,
1: Association. yeah, I would. It's but it's that, hard. Does,
0: that doesn't mean that there isn't. How do they – Because, all right, be, we, we try to be fair with our club racing because it's, it is that. It's just for fun. Yeah,
1: you're, who are you cheating? You're cheating yourself, really. You're not,
0: well, you're cheating yourself because you're proving that you money, need to cheat anything, to win. Yeah. But the reason it happens in professional racing is because there's always money on the line for yes, winning. And then exactly. you get to a professional, professional level anyway where it's your job. You're going to want to do the best job you can and sometimes and, finding that gray area Yeah, you could necessary. argue in
1: most professional sports that there's cheating to some degree in all professional sports. And people Absolutely. argue it's because everyone cheats. So, therefore, I mean, like Lance Armstrong comes to mind. You know, we'll just Lance like everyone Armstrong. uses steroids. Yeah, when when he was winning those races, all steroided
0: up. So were the top ten. Exactly. So it's like like Bill Burr likes to say, "Our roided up guy beat your roided up guy."
1: Right, but oh, you, your roided up guy got caught. Therefore, he's a cheater. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, you're all cheaters.
0: But what I, what I was alluding to is that yeah, at the professional level, you're gonna have cheating on every sport, motorsports, whatever, because you're it's your job to be the fastest guy. So why not look at the gray areas in well, the rule book? All right, but the let's lines. roll it back into Formula One, though.
1: Isn't that the appeal with Formula One? It's not, there's no BOP like there is in uh, GT3. There is GTA, no BOP,
0: and, and that's, yeah, you can, there's, there's,
1: there's technically I, supposed to be more freedom. I mean, they, they have to have, uh, there's arrow restrictions, right, for each this team? This year,
0: starting this year, yeah, you have a system where, based on where you are in the championship points, you only get so much wind tunnel time.
1: Right, but wait—is that this year? They're capping money too. Yes, capping money. And yep. Underground yep. effects—is that all this year? That's the following year with the eighteen. That that, that that yeah,
0: that's gonna be more highlighted next year with the yeah. the newest car. Yep. Um. But yeah, the, the 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 wind tunnel thing will be interesting.
1: I don't like it. Well, that's not the point of Formula One. The whole point is to. I don't like to, it in any sport. To be honest with you, Notice. I don't either. I think it's it's more exciting when. Uh, you know, back in the day, a certain manufacturer would be faster in a straight, or faster in uh, turns, or braking, or be—you'd well, uh, You know, I mean, it's still that way to a degree. It can still happen. Engine manufacturers vary. Here's
0: here's what I don't like about it, because I've I've seen it done in sports cars, because sports cars has BOP right, and with this wind tunnel thing now coming to Formula One, it's it's not BOP, but there is this now. Here's here's what it does. Yeah, it rewards people for going slow. And let me explain. Okay. Let's say with sports cars. I mean, yes, with with sports cars, right? BOP is usually done with, I think, ballast. So they'll put weight in your car if you're fast. And from what I understand, BOP can be decided at any time. It could be decided, you know, the race prior, or it can be decided at qualifying after it's all set. Like, yeah, we got to add weight to your car going into the race. But there are teams that have been known to put that to their advantage. The Ford GT program of 2016 comes to mind. They were nothing special when they debuted that car in Daytona for the 24-hour sure. race.
1: But BOP stepped in, and then they, they won the But they knew that was going to happen. That's right. part of racing. So it's, that's not cheating. That's just being smart.
0: It's it's working the rules, but it's rewarding being slow. And that's what I don't like. It's well, rewarding yeah. not doing well. And I can see this happening where, like, let's say let's say Monza is Ferrari's best track, right? Just right. Let's say they have a powerhouse of a motor this year. It just happens to be their best track. But the arrow's a little off. They're still draggy. They don't know why. At the race prior to Monza, they could be like, hey, we're only a few points away from dropping a position in the championship. Why don't we just not do well this week? And then we'll drop down a position, and we can go into the wind tunnel for a little bit longer for Monza so we can figure out this drag problem we're having. Why? That's not exciting to me, where it's like we can just compromise to, you know— yeah, th- this this weekend. That's
1: like that's sandbagging what you see in like drag racing and stuff. You know how uh, yeah guys would do that. But uh, sure, yeah. I actually thought when you said BOP, uh, they change it by uh, adding weight. I believe it's actually in the motor.
0: They might do some kind of like I know the plate in GT
1: four they they definitely it's uh, the motors are are tuned for a certain amount of horsepower depending they on the BOP be. and stuff. Which is uh, no, I'm, I'm not I'm not the biggest like sports in a lot of cases the engine they use in, in racing series, not GT, it's GT4, I know it's true, it actually makes less power than the streetcar version, which is crazy.
0: Yeah, for a lot of them. Probably most GT3s. Yeah. A lot of the streetcars make some insane power now, but yeah, GT3, they, yeah. they got to bring them down. To like, I think they're at like 5, 550 horsepower or something like
1: uh, that. Ah, yeah, maybe, because I think GT4 is around 450 or yeah, something like that, so yeah. I'm sure GT3 is higher. But like...
0: I mean, name a GT3 car. You have the Ferrari 488. That thing probably makes like 700 horsepower. Does.
1: Yeah, for seven. you Yeah, know? you're right.
0: And they got to be like, nah, bring it down to 550. Definitely,
1: the race version definitely doesn't make that much power. No, It's 550 probably, like I right. said. But right. it weighs,
0: I don't know exactly what they do to the motor to bring it down. I don't know. Either. You know it's, it's but uh, yeah. I don't even know if they use the same motor. Maybe it's not even the same motor that goes into the street car. Um,
1: yeah, you would think it would, isn't that the whole point of like when you know that's why they build the street and yeah, race cars was to
0: maybe and a lot of a lot of what has to do with sports cars is this homologation where you have to have so many road going right. versions of the race car. And, yeah,
1: uh, I'm sad to see Ford's gone with their four GT. Now with the new Corvette that came in, it's it would be nice to have seen. Uh, uh, yeah, Ford GT Corvette, especially you know Ford's still building the four GT. That's Are they really? Funny. Yeah, they have a 2021. Yeah. Oh no way! I know you you don't hear about it because they only build like literally I don't know it's a couple hundred a year. You know, it's super expensive, like five hundred thousand. But yet yeah, they flip them and sell them for a million. Yeah. But they're still making them, which is crazy because it's not. But because oh, of balance, they got out of it. I think because the BOP caught up to them, and they, the car wasn't competitive anymore. It was only competitive for that. You think that's the reason? Uh, I'm pretty sure they just knew it wasn't competitive. Yeah, and they didn't want to. They didn't want to. Uh, they didn't want to reengineer a new whatever it was to keep up <sighs> when that C8 Corvette came out the GTD or LM or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Which it has kicked ass. Exactly. Ever since its inception. Well Corvette has actually been dominant for so many years, I feel like.
0: Corvette's been very dominant <clears> for the last time. as long as I've been like, like like I don't watch sports car racing super often, but like from what I pay attention to, it's always like, yeah, Corvette wins Le mans Corvette wins the 24 hours a day Corvette wins the championship for the year for IMSA. And that's been happening for quite some time. Like decades. Back back when the C. Except C6 for in the nineties
1: when the Viper um randomly had a I like I think it was a three years in a row one like Lamar. Did it? Yeah, the Viper GTLM or whatever it was called back then. Yeah, that yeah. was amazing. The GTS LM, I think, or something. But um yeah, it's that was quite a car. But there was more American manufacturers in it back then. Now it's it does get a bit boring, but it's the uh, uh it's the You're pissing off
0: Sam right now. How you dare yeah, you? you say well, that? Sorry sports car races. <laughs> well, is
1: yeah, no. I mean, I, I'm the biggest fan of that personally because you can relate to it. How the hell can we relate to a form? I mean, I guess a, ca- a cart. They they do claim a cart is right, just. You know what? This this brings up every a, Formula One driver this, says.
0: It. This brings up a very good point. Something that I've I've toiled within my head for quite some time. Like with Formula One, IndyCar, Car, those types of racing series that relate to nothing, no real car on the road. Do you care about road relevance? And I bring this up because you think about like Formula E, the electric you know racing series. They run on road tires because of road relevance to cars on the road. Formula One still does stuff that they do because it's, it's relevant to their road cars and stuff like that.
1: So wait, is that the argument then about why their tires don't last very long? Aren't they, they designed no. to... Only last as long as they do, or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's that's just Pirelli playing with the the compounds, trying to make things interesting. But like, they always argue, like the reason to make the cars hybrid is so that they relate to you know road cars, or you know.
1: But wait, is it the other way around? Which came first? I mean, isn't I thought the point of racing technology is that you create racing technology, then it goes into a street car. Yes, yes. But they think.
0: But what I'm asking you, as a fan does road let's let's just put it into formula one does road relevance mean anything to you when it comes to formula one It makes
1: no sense no. yeah it's a spaceship yeah formula one car is not even first of all road cars only have mechanical grip well, well some, all right some all of right. them so, yeah, some the right, more fine. exotic now, ones some of the suit yeah let's not count that stuff you're right you're right but for the most part it's all mechanical grip um where formula one it's it's like 100 percent Arrow grip not 100% no but, but what I'm saying is that it'll drive upside down yes it's, it makes enough weight and downforce that it essentially Theoretically and this is so why you can break the shit out of the thing while you still have arrow it's not till it gets under maybe 85 miles an hour around there that it starts to really affect what you're doing yeah and that's what allows them to corner so hard that's why I just feel like there's no correlation between that and a streetcar right it's literally it's not even and that's why certain drivers never get it because you have to completely change the way you think you're the faster you go, the harder you can turn and the harder you can stop. Yeah. Like doctors. a lot of people, if you underdrive a Formula One car, you see it in like, remember Top Gear when they had those, you know, those guys <laughs> drive them or any of those yeah. talk show hosts. No, it's like very it, true. You have to drive a ball yeah, to the wall or it If you don't drive it fast enough, you're not using the arrow and you're right. going to probably crash. You're going to understeer or spin out or whatever.
0: Right. You're not using the arrow. You don't, <clears throat> you don't heat up the brakes. You don't heat up the tires. Oh, nothing, yeah. nothing works. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, but my, so my answer to your question is right, like, yeah, and it's... my answer is very much the same. I do not care if a Formula One car is like a street car whatsoever. I want that I thing want to be, be... batshit <clears throat> super fast, just wings around corners like they do now. I but I wanted to more of an extreme. I would give them an extra two hundred horsepower if I had the choice. You know what I mean? Make them louder because that's fun. You know, nobody yeah. really likes the sound. I mean, I've gotten used to the sound of the V six hybrids now, but like when they first came out, people were like, "This isn't Formula One. This is awful." I... You
1: know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean they they. I got used to them. I think. Do they still? Uh, was it the Hondas that made that weird? Yeah, like brrrr, farting brrrr, there when they're go, off yeah. throttle. Yeah, yeah, that sounds that, cool. That's
0: cool. I yeah. like that sound. Um, but where, that, where the actually where what comes to mind right now for me when it comes to this whole road relevance and racing thing beyond just Formula E is uh, NASCAR next year is going to. I think they're going to. Yeah, a single lug. Well, they're going a single lug. That's not even road relevant. There's no cars. That's true. Well, unless you're driving up. But I know they were coming out with a rules package that was going to bring the power of the motors down to like 550 horsepower. Hmm. And there was one. Oh, they have plans to go hybrid at some point within the next five years or so. And... Nobody in the NASCAR no. fan base wants that. You know what the it's, NASCAR fan base wants? They want loud as shit cars. They want cars. like that truck we heard drive right by earlier. Yeah. yeah, They want cars that are loud. Yeah. That that like, you
1: know, put... Yeah, yeah. okay, I'll give you an example. Uh, it's like in the future. If we can create fireworks that go off and make a lot of pretty colors, but they make no sound, no one's going to want to fucking watch that. Yeah, exactly. No one. It yep. doesn't make any sense. Or when the Patriots score a touchdown, they shoot a musket and there's no sound. Or there's a little poop like no one's no one's <laughs> going to want that. It's just there's certain things that are supposed to happen. NASCARs right. go vroom vroom yeah. and Formula 1 because it's kind of always been the cutting edge of technology, you kind of accept that it's going to make whatever noise you to, want to. To be fair, the or
0: cars those motors are more powerful than the V8s that used to power them. So,
1: yeah, yeah, I'm a, but I, I hate to admit to that. Go, but to go it's
0: back true. to the whole NASCAR and road relevance thing, it's like nobody wants a NASCAR car. You know, actually, I've heard the arguments about like why don't they make them actual stock cars like they did? That's me. The day? That's my argument. I uh, want to
1: see a Dodge Charger look like a goddamn Charger driving around like yeah with a but with a Hemi.
0: There's people who argue that like you just take it off the showroom line, throw a roll cage in it. That's a NASCAR car, and. Well, I understand stock car racing. I mean, it's here's the thing, though, and I hate to burst everybody's bubble yeah, who is a NASCAR it's, fan. It's never been stock cars true. ever. Yeah. It never has been. It's always been cars that look stock visually, yeah. visually. But from the from the very inception of NASCAR, none of those cars were stock. You know what? It's based off a of moonshine running, right? Yeah. You know why the moonshiners were successful with their cars running moon moonshine? Because
1: they tuned them up. Yeah, they wanted sleepers. They wanted yeah. stock-looking cars right. that were fast. Right. Yeah. So they that's, wanted to be under the radar. Right. But the cars were not stock. I learned that from the movie Cars. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> great, great movie, by the way. But,
0: like, I so I understand where people, they look back at, like, when it started in the late 40s, 50s, 60s, where the cars looked like their road-going counterparts, but they've never been stock. And it's kind of like we've all, as motorsport people, we've all accepted that stock car in racing has a different meaning from a stock car on the road. True, you know what I mean. So,
1: but uh, I think that, but isn't that why GT three, uh, at least in the world of sim racing, is the most popular class because it looks the most like a street car?
0: That's a whole different topic. I don't know. Oh, I, well, I'm let almost me, positive let, that's why. We'll but, get to that in a second. Yeah, I, I, I think that's what it is. I have a thought about that, but uh, yeah, I would just think it's silly that people think like we should. We should make them just like they're the road-going counterparts. I just don't think it would work. I think the format, the way it is now as far as like the look and the build of the cars, they're race cars. They're fully bred race cars. That's what they are. They're nothing like your road-going car. You know, they're not as They were more so insane. though back
1: in like the 60s. You know, you look at Ford that, versus Ferrari I, and all that. Yeah, I this. said that. that that's yeah. what I
0: mean. But it was back in like the 80s, I believe, where they started going into... You know, one mold for every car, maybe just cosmetic, slight different cosmetic yeah. looks to make things different. Um, and I think that's what works. I don't think returning the cars back to... They're not to,
1: safe anyway if they resemble a streetcar too much. I mean, they, the chassis they are, might be
0: safe you throw a roll cage in it. You know
1: yeah maybe but if you think about it they're stamped uh so like i remember the c8 corvette race car if you look at its ch- the uh, the monocoque chassis or whatever it's all carbon fiber now on the on the race car and the street car but it's two different uh it's totally different there's they're not even remotely the same that's what the attachment points i think are different everything um and if there's like uh anyone listening that actually knows and they're they're probably you know like they're no, screaming that's not at your. us yeah. again yeah they're probably like that's actually we're not, not the f-. smartest folks it's all by the same way. but I uh yeah no my point is I, I don't think they're at all similar it's it's just they they no. it's so street cars are built to make money right I mean they're uh, this, they're built to sell they yeah they have a chassis but they they, they, use they sell in, in their own way. Use. right but you can't carry that over to a race car
0: no race cars should be um, for racing. Now, all right, let's go to your... Forty dg
1: is a different example because it's a one-off. But anyway, the streetcar, I mean, that's a different example. Yeah. Like that thing actually is pretty much a race car. But uh, yeah, the example I was talking about was people like, and I'm guilty of this, I have a lot of model cars to show it. You know, people like the ones that resemble streetcars that you and I could buy. Yeah. Assuming, you know, we became Joe Rogan doing this thing. <laughs> yeah, I had actual like
0: money to buy did. any yeah. of these little bitty cars. Yeah. The full-size version. I wish,
1: uh, maybe there'll be technology when you just like,
0: Which Which one of these cars here do you think you could buy earliest?
1: Oh well, I actually this Porsche right here. I've been looking at some of those. You can pick yeah. that up for twenty grand, maybe. What uh, uh, what series
0: is that? something? Nine nine, nine, nine something? six, but nine, that nine, one
1: six. is a uh, C4S, and that goes for too much. Four GTS would get my pick as a. You Although think the, you could buy? A, you can't buy that no. But the Viper down below is about forty grand now. The uh, they're mm. starting to go up though. I wish I picked one up. You could actually have gotten a Viper for a nice one for twenty to 25, five, 20 to twenty five grand. Really? Me. And yeah, not anymore though, because they don't make them anymore. But they are gonna bring it back supposedly oh, they always do. Uh, it's going to come back supposedly as a V8 and all this, you know, smaller engine, but, uh, uh yeah, you know, it's, it's a good, here's a funny thing. We're always talking about me buying a cart. What do I always say? I want to buy. I'm like, no, I want to, instead of spending three or four grand on a cart, what do I want to do? I want to spend 20 or 30 grand on a car. Yeah. A car that's going to cost. But I understand so why that much. is. You, you're because of use. It's, it's a, it's a thought that yes. I'm going to use and enjoy. The car, even if it's track days or going around winging it around town. Well, you can take it out one. of the
0: garage any day. Exactly. If you buy a car,
1: right? Where the car you you, you, you gotta s- wait. It's the same reason uh, I don't have a a race car uh, because I you can't drive it on the street. I, I don't know I, I I think that explains why I got a simulator because I have you can just drive it any time. I want to race all the time. <laughs> I I like it's yeah you know what I mean and that's that's the thing of it you can't do it with a uh, with a go kart uh, you. It, Maybe certain states you could probably get away with it. But, so uh,
0: so Charles has a problem where he won't commit to a racing vehicle. Okay. I thought we were talking about another problem. Sorry. N- no. Okay. No, I don't need to know about any <laughs> of the problems that you have. Okay. <laughs> um. Been trying to get this guy into a go kart or some, you know, little go kart. Yeah, are well, you, you your, in,
1: your, uh, champ. How, how many championships did you have on it?
0: At least two. In the that four seasons I've done. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've only. Did how many four wins seasons, though? How many wins? Like Sorry, is what I meant. Eighteen. Yeah. Okay. There something go. like yeah. that. Yeah. And that
1: was up for sale. and uh,
0: It was. I didn't even put it up for sale, dude. I was going to yeah, give it to you, you for a great yeah. price before I put it up for I sale. I know. Was
1: it Was it less than the I paid for a bicycle? No. No. Okay. What were you going to? No. You were selling it for what? Three.
0: I was going to sell it to you for. Oh. Okay. No, I, I might have dropped it down to Andrew, I you thought did. you did. Yeah. Only well, because like this guy, he's been racing rental carts for the longest yeah, like time. Piece of shit. Man. <laughs>
1: and it's like, I'm a. And
0: you've had the taste of a world formula car.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Only once. Only once. But it is better. Oh, it's, it's it's way better. It's amazing. Yeah, it so this goes back to what we we're saying though. It's the closest thing to a Formula One car, I think. The Ooh, feeling. I don't
0: know. I mean, you, you could go like the Indy car route, F two route. No, 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 no. I'm
1: talking about affordable. Like oh, okay. anybody hopping in a car. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. And if you really want to get crazy, get a shifter car. There, there's nothing you're going to experience. I don't give a shit what car it is. That's going to accelerate, turn, stop like a shifter car.
0: Yeah, I can attest to that. Just nothing. Haven't driven it. Yeah, driven I've never even driven times. one. And uh,
1: I look at it actually, quite frankly, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good with a World Formula, maybe a tag, but uh, right. The shift cart to me looks bonkers. It, but
0: all right, so so mostly it seems like to me mostly the reason you won't go into buying a cart is because well you you go storage and logistics. How do you get to to the track? You don't own a truck or anything like that. So
1: yeah, there's some. I
0: understand where that's coming from, but you, you're also like fearful of just like having to maintain it and having to you know. Lose yeah. your weekends here and there to go racing, but it's yeah. like you get to go racing. Come that, on,
1: that is true. It's it's real racing. Yes, uh, it's not yeah. this. No, I know. What, it's funny. <laughs> I, I want a. Uh, That's a
0: lot of money. You could have put into a real I, vehicle. I
1: could have bought two or three. But uh, oh, I Jesus, just don't wanna, tell me uh, that. <laughs> at least two. But um, I'd like. The thing is about a track car is you can go to a track day and have fun. You're not racing though. There is a difference. There is very much a difference. I actually do enjoy a track day more than I should. I feel like. Even though I'm not racing. No,
0: you're allowed to enjoy a track day. It's fine.
1: Yeah, because you're, you're, so even in, in competitive bumper to bumper racing, you're really competing against yourself mostly. It's, at least I am. It's like racing against other people is a byproduct. Every time I'm out there, I'm trying to run faster and faster, faster than I, I did before. And if I happen to pass somebody and, and make a successful racecraft maneuver, yeah. it's great. Sure. But I, if I don't, but if I'm getting faster, I'm happy. And, and that's that's the way it is. So I feel like you can do that same thing without, Having to bump into people and this and that, but um, well,
0: you never technically have to bump into people. It happens in karting. Well, what is quite a bit.
1: this station called again? Formula Hooligan?
0: Formula. Yeah, that's
1: true. No, <laughs> I, yeah, there's a. I actually haven't seen anything too bad happen. Anybody, uh, you know, bang up their shit or uh, lose an arm or a leg or. A I,
0: I've seen some stuff. I've seen guys flip. Yeah. in their go-karts.
1: Oh, I know. Yeah, there's a few, a few stories I've heard, but uh,
0: yeah. I've seen a kid flip and break his arm. I mean, people die. I was it's there it's when, racing. Uh,
1: it's still racing. It's. <clears throat> it's yeah. actually you could argue for uh karting is more dangerous than um uh, many forms of sports car racing because sports racing got a cage and a harness and assuming all that yeah. shit's working and a fire uh yeah yep um yeah, you don't have to worry about fire in a kart at least
0: uh most of the time you don't i mean the suits we wear aren't even fire suits no. it's just made for abrasion it's made for road well rash. the
1: one i wear is actually your old suit and it offers <sighs> no protection i don't even think it's uh I think it, it's... I've it's blown brain. out the armpits in it. Oh, really? I, yeah, I think You should so.
0: consider getting a new one. <laughs> Probably
1: though. should, but they're expensive for the nicer ones. Yeah. <clears> the one I know? bought
0: a few years ago was $400.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a lot. I mean, for... It's
0: something. only kind of a lot, though. Well, it's kind
1: of a lot for something I mean, it, that... I don't think it... But it doesn't look do it, a, Look at your
0: simulator. I think you can afford but one. It
1: <laughs> the suit doesn't do anything. If it's not fire... Yeah, retardant, Well, yeah, but...
0: It's uh, it, it's made for road rash. It's made so if you get flung out of the car and drag along the ground at fifty miles yeah, an hour, yeah. But how you don't come
1: then burned? motor, motor motocross, they they use uh, leather like uh, type suits that, that it really does the same to, thing. Yeah, more or less. I I'll have to, I'd have to do some research and see a guy in a karting rack, see if his suit actually withheld. I know the one in there that that you can cheaper ask, one. Uh,
0: Dave Nadu, yeah, he flipped we'll his car. He flipped his car <laughs> I mean, out in gravel. To be, right. to be fair.
1: But I see a lot of guys, they have to have the, the elbow pads, knee pads, chest protector. That's where you really, and your neck protector. I think that's where you're getting your best uh, safety bang for your buck. Chest
0: protector, definitely. Oh, I yeah. think it's huge. Yeah. So I, just even for driving. Yeah. You know, I remember
1: uh, taking the bank turn at uh, X1 Outdoors for the first time in a world formula and I was like, oh, this is why you have them. And then yeah. uh, you realize it because your organs are, they feel like they all just start on one side and go to the other. <laughs> and it's a weird feeling and the the pad just seems to, I don't know, kind of weird. It keeps it, keeps them from exiting your body but um yeah, yeah so. padding
0: is a huge thing i went the first maybe six or seven years that i did go-kart racing i didn't wear a rib cage or rib pad what do you want to call it? a rib protector whatsoever i don't know why i just kind of figured like ah, i don't need it well know?
1: technically it's really designed to uh stop the steering wheel from crushing your ribs but um, I think in accidents, yes. That's but the what it does. funny thing is, a lot of them really protect the sides more, like your kidneys. Yeah. So like my my
0: rib here. protector probably starts about you know hereish. Yeah. Maybe maybe like uh, if you consider like the center of my chest, like an inch or two away from the center yeah, of my I mean, chest on both sides. Yeah. And then. Of. It, yeah it mostly covers your sides cuz you're digging into the seat that's a thing if this the seat can dig like in between yeah, your you, friggin ribs
1: everybody gets uh, what do they call it? the uh, the little uh those uh those giant bruises everybody yeah, every after every once in
0: a while but the chest protector a- absolutely helps you to not get them
1: the worst actually is uh, they need an ass protector <laughs> um, yeah. Cause I, I remember getting like the worst welt, like right on the tailbone. It's really a tailbone, is where you're getting beat up. Oh, you're just not sitting in a seat. I think seat. the seat is yeah, maybe not quite fit to you well. Yeah, but when, uh,
0: that there's another reason to buy a go kart when you get your own seat yeah. you can fit yourself to it. Well, I you know Be nice and cozy.
1: One, one step at a time. Anyway, uh, I gotta get I gotta get in karting shape. Well, all right,
0: then, so The plan that I've discussed with you for you to do this year, and I think you're going to go forward with it, is to rent. Yeah, Yeah,
1: renting is a great idea. I love just
0: rent from somebody for five or six races this year, whatever you can afford, and just now, what happens if you
1: rent one and uh, somebody just smashes into you, or God forbid, I smash into somebody?
0: I think you gotta whoever owns the cart, you gotta just kind of talk to them about it.
1: Yeah, you're just gonna have to open up your paycheck or your uh, your paycheck, your checkbook. But um, yeah, it's still. It's a good way to get, uh, I think, your feet wet. So absolutely. I've Yeah, just, I mean, you get, hoping, a, you get a
0: feel for the environment anyway.
1: I'm hoping X1 is not gone outdoors. I really don't want to see that going. <sighs> not, only the, not only the not only the locality of it, it's the best track. I haven't driven... Well, it's
0: the only purpose, purpose-built go-kart track in New England that I know of that we race it's on. It's
1: the only purpose-built track I know of, like... I've been to a few when I travel, depending on where I, you know, I'm at, I always try to go to the local outdoor indoor track and there's not a lot of them, outdoor tracks that are like that. I mean, many of them use cones or they use those Jersey bear, like the plastic barriers to formulate a a track, but there's no banking, no elevation. Yeah.
0: You got to know about the places you got places like, uh, Nola that we're going to be doing for the 24 hour race this year. That's a proper track, a very much proper track. Uh, the the track we raced at in Orlando was a proper track. They're yeah. they're scattered. They're out there. You just got. What about kinda,
1: uh, Atlanta has one? Remember we were looking into that. Yeah, Atlanta like your, Atlanta, Atlanta, Motorsport Atlanta Motorsports Park, Park, think, Park has a great karting track, which they, they claim is sim. Uh, I was gonna say simulated after or uh, whatever the word. I'm Designed playing. by Designed. Herman Tilka, yeah, the guy who
0: designs Formula One tracks.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. If you
0: if you see videos of that track or like uh like I do the the sim or like the game Kartcraft, it's in that sim. Yeah, and uh, I gotta get that one. There's a lot of asphalt runoff area, and it's got the stripes like blue, black, blue, black. It looks like a Formula One track that's because awesome. of that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, it's a great track. At least it is from what I've driven in Cartcraft. Anyway, I've never driven it. Which in reality. looks real as shit. It's a good one. That's there, isn't that you, the one with the
1: graphics are just out? The
0: graphics are really great. The uh, you have two options when it comes to kart racing sims these days. Maybe three. Um, you have Cartcraft, which is what we're talking about. Yeah, what's it's, the other one? You have uh, Kart Racer Pro kart racer pro doesn't know. look good it looks like a ps2 game yeah however the physics are very good debatably so it's like better i-racing than, pretty much it's no I'm iRacing racing looks good. way better than this oh God, okay
1: yeah oh ps2 yeah that's 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 way not back.
0: not good um it doesn't even sound good either like you can tell the sounds aren't that great but Which the physics think. are pretty cool you can't really argue that they're they're super duper realistic.
1: I, yeah, I don't. So here's my problem with any sim that's karting is, uh, karting is a physical sport. You yeah, and a you never, of, uh, lean, it, well, it's a
0: lot of Well, racing in general, but karting especially. True, but karting, karting is, is
1: really like the driver is uh, more than half the weight of the kart, or about half.
0: I would say, like it's I'm a hundred. On with all my stuff on, I'm probably hundred and fifty some pounds. And the cart um, with
1: you in it's what three? I bet
0: you the cart weighs like one ninety.
1: Something yeah, like so that. that's what I'm saying. You are literally... 200 pounds, maybe. So what you do with your body and how it's positioned in the cart, it, it depends on how it's going to handle. Yeah. That's yeah, why yep. you can't really simulate Leaning this. out.
0: When you're going yeah. into corners and stuff like that. Yeah. you can't yeah, exactly like you're saying. Unless they ever did something like, you know, a joystick for your body controls.
1: Well, no, like I that. mean they have motion sims now and you always joke with me. It's like, oh, you're gonna put a mo no no. <laughs> I, I the the the, sh- the butt shaker thing Buck-hicker. is uh is a is enough of a um is a, as far as I'll go with gimmicky shit like that. I think the people that go all out with the motion stuff, unless you've got the the Formula One team money where your simulator is like a million plus dollars. Sure. I think all that stuff is just so like fake. I think it's silly. It looks silly as I shit. I think
0: I even think what, I mean no, you the buck kicker is the silliest thing you have on there. Oh, absolutely. I mean but yeah, like you have a really good wheel and a really good shifter, really good pedals, really good computer Neat and VR. a really really good monitor. I mean
1: yeah, VR, VR I, is, is something that is, I think you racing, should get. It enables you to look left and right for those people right. that may it. actually be
0: in the car. Yes. You know, it's in not like space. when you look at this and you still have, like, your house, your house. Yeah, it's you hard, I mean? though,
1: because if you're trying to look at the wheel, especially the Formula One wheel, and you're trying to press buttons, you can't see, so it is a little... You just got to memorize what your buttons you gotta are. You got to memorize where they are. Yeah, um, that's what
0: I do. What What helps me is that uh, with my setup, and I use, I use VR for people who haven't caught up yet. I use the, the VR headset. Reality. Yes. Um, My wheel. (laughs) Uh, um, (laughs) What was it? I don't know.
1: Oh, you're talking about
0: VR. Right. So... (laughs) My wheel that I use a T three hundred RS is a Gran Turismo wheel, so it has the PlayStation buttons. Ah,
1: uh, so they're very which familiar. Which I've been playing play, yeah, I've been yes. playing
0: PlayStation ever since I was six, so I know where all the buttons are. Yeah. But even the extra ones. The only extra ones there are is there's there's uh four buttons at each corner of the wheel, so there's just two extras there. I have two buttons on the base of the wheel, which are really useful. And I the, forgot,
1: is your round wheel?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a round wheel.
1: So it's like a GT. It's like that one. It's a round GT style yeah. type wheel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can you put a um a Formula style rim on it or? Yeah. Um, I'm surprised you haven't Thru- tried that. Thrustmaster
0: has yeah its own lineup. Like a Ferrari of branded one, I think, right? There's the, the Ferrari, Ferrari branded one. Yep.
1: Oh, supposedly they have one actually with a um a screen on it now, which is one up Fanatec and everyone else. It has a. It was teased. It, on it was oh, teased geez. recently. Yes. I mean, that would be pretty epic.
0: Yeah, it would be, but I I cannot imagine that thing will be cheap. If you have a data logger inside of your sim racing it's wheel. It's
1: Thrustmaster. Can it be more than 400 bucks? I don't know. A data cheap.
0: logger is a data logger, dude. You know what the data logger yeah. for my go-kart costs?
1: Three, 400 bucks, right? Five. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. People have those. It's made by, um, who's the company that makes them all?
0: It's, um, well, People for, actually
1: integrate it with their sim rig or whatever. And For I go-karts, actually. you have
0: Micron, right. Alfano. Yeah. Alfano is what I'm going to be using this year. Um,
1: the cheapest way, by the way, to do it is you can, a lot of people just use a phone. And uh, you can attach it. Yep, I've seen that different apps. Which yeah. There's pretty,
0: there's plenty of, uh, which is tech savvy cool. people who make up their own solutions with screens of whatever. They yeah. Got.
1: Not me. I'm still trying to get, uh, thankfully iRacing racing figured it out for me because, uh, I used to always like break fingers and stuff. Uh, Cause I couldn't figure out how to get the f-ing wheel to stop spinning when you crash. Right. Cause you got the direct drive. Yeah. And that just really means direct <laughs> you is really what it is. <laughs> it's, um, no, it, it's cool. Cause you can, uh, you can get gamer muscles as they call it, you know? And, uh, I I don't even know, outside of like an old car with, uh, you know, no power steering, for the most part, once it's moving, I don't think it's the 20 Newton meters, I don't think there's anything that you would ever really need that. Some people online, they will be like, oh, no, Indy cars are like 16 or... No, actually, they say like 25 Newton meters. Really? Well, no power steering. That does not make any sense, because I'll crank it up to 20 Newton meters, you won't even be able to turn the wheel. Not even an inch. It's a lot. Hmm. And that's why I'm like, there's no way. Now, the brake pedal is a whole other issue. To simulate the brake pedal on like Formula One and those things, supposedly, I don't even want to throw a number out there. I just know it's high. Uh It's extremely difficult to push it down. Probably so me and you heard. would not be able to.
0: I've heard it's that way. Like in sports cars, dude, like the prototypes and stuff, you got to yeah. really jam your foot. Down. Right,
1: and I, I don't know why that is. It's I think be... it
0: makes sense. I think it, it.
1: Why though? Couldn't it just be power assisted? Like, well, like you got those
0: ginormous is? discs on most race cars that True. you gotta. You know put pads to so it takes a lot of force to yeah maybe
1: it's down. also for better feel i mean but then yeah for feel right
0: if you the, can push it down <clears throat> really hard and not lock up the brakes you still have that control where you can feel where it would lock up i
1: think that makes perfect sense because in a street car or anything like that when you press all like as hard as you can you're locking them up even with abs you're still going to be abs activated which reminds me when max verstappen drove the gt3 car remember when he was comparing the brake feel of yeah, that yeah versus yeah, a formula yeah. one and he was saying you lean heavily on abs is what he was doing to go faster. I remember.
0: No, he was saying the opposite. Really? What he was saying was the engineers were telling him to use the ABS more. Ah. They were saying like, "No, you can slam the brakes, dude," and like, okay. the ABS will kick in and do the but he do was the saying the you. opposite." And he was like, "No, I don't like it. I like to find the threshold. I still feel like the ABS is too invasive for what I'm trying to do under okay, braking." Yep.
1: Yeah. So. I mean, it makes sense because it the, tires do one thing well. Okay. Very well. They should if they if you're doing more than one thing, two things, three things, then it's not going to be doing as well. So if you're turning and stopping at the same time, even if ABS is helping you and assisting you, you're still going slower.
0: Right. You want to be you right before it. You have the potential. I mean, with I think what you're trying to say, and I'll hopefully I, I think I'm on the same wavelength as you is like even if you have ABS under full braking with ABS kicking in with the wheel still turned, you're yes. still going to understeer. You Correct. might not lock, but you'll still Correct. understeer. Exactly, and we know. I'll
1: that's very bad and i believe actually the gt3 cars uh they light up so when traction control kicks in you see the lights come on same thing with abs yeah a lot of the that's cars really will do cool. that on the interior i mean i guess yeah. that that really makes it easy though doesn't it hey look at you're driving bad all oh, the lights are on so it's like you can dial it back based on that yeah um which in iRacing racing it does that which is really cool. well it's
0: super helpful in sim racing oh of you course, can't you can course actually feel, feel. Yeah. yeah exactly
1: i don't care how much money you spend you're not feeling shit no, I mean, it's, with the pedals you got,
0: you can do it in iRacing where the, the pedal vibrates. I don't so know if you've ever tried that. you know
1: what's that. funny? I got to check the connection on the back. Mine stopped doing that. Just all of a sudden? <laughs> uh, no, it hasn't been doing it for a while. I I got to look into that and see. But like it's, when it happens. No, you're right? right. I got to, yeah, you know what it is too. I got to go to Fanalab and um, is that what you have to must, you, you have to use that too, right? I've never used that. Then how does it, then maybe mine's broken. I don't know. I'm going to get rid of those soon. Sam, they're for sale if you want them. Sam. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, Sam, I'm not, our resident, uh, I am sports such car one of those buddy. that says, like, if you're not going fast enough, just spend more money. Even if it's what? simulated. In other words, if you're not going fast enough. So, like, if I buy a car or rent a car and I'm not going fast enough, throw more money at it.
0: In a lot of cases, but sim racing, I don't think so. Sim racing with pedals, maybe. Pedals with the brake Dude, feel is so the so wait, thing. have you
1: not seen some of the reviews? People are spending $2,000 for hydraulic. Hydraulic, true hydraulic with a master cylinder and everything brake pedal yeah. setup on a simulator. Which is- to me makes no sense because the simulator is still limited by software and how many, I'm going to screw this up, but whatever it's called, um, the, the bits of information that, that it can process. What is that called? Like it's resolution. Resolu- yeah, basically resolution. Yeah. I mean, you're limited by the software. So I don't, what, what good is a hydraulic? I guess it could feel more real, but I don't see how it's going to make you brake any better. It's not, it's not. It'll,
0: it'll help. I think like what we got, like I got the same pedals there. Yeah. I think that helps you enough because what what it does is it makes it so you can slam on the brakes, it's not based on position. It's based on pressure, which yeah. is more like a brake. And when you're not relying on getting your brake pedal to just a certain position, that makes sense, where you could just lock up if you go past that position. You're more basing it off of a feel, which is a little bit more intuitive. Because you can't, I mean, unless you have the, you know, display right in front of you on your screen that shows where your brakes are at, you're not going to be able to really perfect it. Because you're not looking at that meter. You're looking at where you're driving. But if you can feel where your threshold is and get familiar with that. But
1: what I wish is that they would create force feedback pedals. Well, so what I mean, I mean your by vibration kind no, of, No, but why can't it be even more than that? Like pulsing, like simulate that feeling of the friction by the pad biting. You'd the have rotor. to
0: have some kind of robotics going on. No, or,
1: it could be done with the same type of force feedback signal that a wheel is based on. So in other right, there's of robotics re- going on. in Oh, the, oh all right. Well, I it's what, servos. And, yeah. And, so have some type of motor. That's not just a, a vibration effect, but it's more of a pulsing. Like kick, 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 yeah, like a exactly. ABS. It actually seems not that hard. We've we've already been over some engineers. This is what done the thing already. is, and this was one of the topic I was going to end on was that you know sim racing and being real racing, and now like a GT series sponsored by Fanatech and okay. Um- and then it's mostly GT3 cars, but, uh, you know, they're using real racing mixed in with well, sim racing. the
0: and- M4 is the first car that's going to use a sim racing wheel yes. for its wheel. Or it's you could say crazy. vice versa. Yeah. It's kind of not one or the other. It is this thing that does both things.
1: Right. So I guess what I'm ultimately saying is we are scratching the surface with sim racing. As far as it being real. I mean, sim racing has been around for a long time. You've been doing it for like since 2000 I don't know, ten? No, first, really that
0: The first true sim racing game that I ever got for the computer was NASCAR race in two thousand and two. Yeah. So like twenty so years. So almost twenty years. And
1: yeah. it, it seems like the with right, a keyboard to start. But right now we're at a point where it's it's everything is just happening. Like technology in general is just kind of uh, you know, exponentially growing year over well, year. Well it always has been, yeah. Well, twenty I don't know. Video games like in general, like we were just talking about Call of Duty earlier. <laughs> to me that shit seems like Forever to, to progress, like finally they figured out how to make eyes and mouth in like video games. You know those cutscenes look real. Remember, it used to be like, nah! and like the mouth would never match the words and shit. Like how video games have been out for forever. I don't know. I'm
0: not a graphic artist. I don't know oh, how you make God. video games. anything. Know. But anyway,
1: my point is, I think there's a there's a lot to be made there. But uh, I, I'm obviously a fan of it. Um, it's cool to see sim drivers doing the real thing as well
0: it's interesting
1: i watch him. i i fo- i'm to think of a few of the drivers names um well you have david oh,
0: david perel oh the he's the great yeah
1: gt3 can per i get a mic check <laughs> no <laughs> no no that's that's nikki tim oh that's nikki that's tim, the tim. sorry
0: driver god i'm just yeah
1: yeah uh but the other guy is is that the blonde guy you're thinking of He's that's young, that's the guy, guy you're guy.
0: talking of. The blonde dude is the guy you're no, talking
1: No, 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 but the other one. the David was, Peril, yeah.
0: uh I don't know what nationality he is. Oh, yeah, he's
1: not blonde. No, he's no. the... Um, he races for... Ferrari GT3. Oh, it's GT3. Ferrari. Okay. Yeah,
0: he's a factory driver. But is he also
1: sponsored by Thrustmaster? One of those guys sponsored by... Uh... Oh, I don't know. Okay. No idea.
0: I would be, That'd be weird if Thrustmaster sponsored him, given that they're putting their... No, no, no. He might be sponsored by Thrustmaster. I was gonna say it's weird that BMW is putting a wheel on there. Why would they sponsor Ferrari? But that's that's fanatic. Yeah, that's that, true. That's that's not Thrustmaster. Um, yeah, you got a few of the. I mean, Jimmy Broadband is gonna be racing real cars this year. That's the yeah. Biggest he got racer offered of
1: a chance to drive. Is it LMP1 or LMP2? It's not. I don't really know it's what. It's not even a class over here. In this, I think it's only in. Uh, the UK right what it's, it, a, it's a prototype I don't even remember the name of it it's got a weird name it's a, oh it starts I, with an m like a not a mongol it's a uh, <laughs> um,
0: no. what my uh, chair i oh my god yeah, i it's, watched it's that a, video too and i can't I remember any of the details christ but it's going to be some series that races in europe if not the uk but uh, it does which is europe but it might just be the uk sure um and yeah it's this prototype thing it's um in a uh, Assetto Corsa, they have it. It's a GT3 car. Oh,
1: well, That's right, because he was driving it. That's how he said he was preparing for racing it in real life. He's like, I am. Right,
0: but it doesn't look like a GT3 car. It looks like this crazy prototype, but it's GT3 fast. But what is that company? I can't
1: think of it. Yeah. it. People uh,
0: are screaming at their radios again or yeah, their YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. It's Marty again, the uh, truck driver for uh, Newport Propane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, regardless, he's going to be doing real racing this year. Because of his success with Simri. See, it's not even based off of any. Success. Um, it's based on. It's not based off of It's any.
1: once again, it's funny. He's popular. It's yeah, like a popular. Kardashian. Yeah, he'll, he'll bring it. In... That's the thing that just uh, continues to kind of kill me is. People. But I have
0: no hate towards Jimmy Broadbent. No, I don't either. Not because, at
1: all. I mean, look at what we're doing right now. Uh, you know, it's like he started in a shed, as he always says. And he Still in, in a pen- shed. Yeah, in his parents' backyard. Yeah. He has a little bit of a. I don't know. He had that, this uh, sad story type, type thing. He was talking about depression and yeah, sim racing, got issues. him out of it and yeah. stuff. But you know what? I got into sim racing actually because of COVID because he couldn't do anything, couldn't go anywhere.
0: I think you were into it way before COVID.
1: No, 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 no. Okay, wait a second. You got into I had, iRacing. No, 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 no. You forget. I was on um, Xbox with a little play seat and All that right. was it. That's not really... Right, yeah. I was doing that and I had... It wasn't until COVID hit and I was like, I'm going to be sitting in here for a long time thank god i bought the stuff before the uh supply chain crashed and everything yeah. um but yeah anyway uh so yeah he's good good for him though i'm happy for yeah, him. yeah good for him i don't watch his channel i find him kind of uh annoying what i know man. wow one of the few huh i like him personally i think he's cool he seems cool but i just know i think
0: that nicky tim guy that you watch isn't all that uh oh, really? all that fun to watch Oh, he's because awesome. he's so loud all the he's time. So loud, I love it. That's what I. I, I hate it. <laughs> he
1: seems like he'd be a horrible race car driver because he's so crazy. No, he's good. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah he's actually he's good. Awesome.
0: He's had success with Aston Martin. Yeah, he's um, just
1: badass. I don't know, but
0: yeah, he's he's a badass. I won't. I'll give you that. But just like when he's like,
1: he's like a rock star. We need that in racing. Yeah, you know. But um. Well, anyway, I um. I think that was kind of uh, covers our topics for today. I have no um, idea. I forgot to look at the, uh, you know, the clock on this, so I don't know exactly. We're an hour doing. and, and 30 we're an minutes. hour forward today, so my watch isn't even. <laughs> uh, what time do we got? Oh, it's like twelve thirty. Little after. Little Suck. after.
0: nine. No, no, it's not. <laughs>
1: uh, when did we start this podcast? What does
0: the timer say? Uh, I don't know. Seven something. We're an hour and thirty-two minutes into this guy. Right? All right. So this is pretty much something a like that.
1: yeah. This is a Joe Rogan length here.
0: No, not quite. we got to go three hours to Uh, make a Joe Rogan race, but I do not have the energy tonight to do such a thing. No. All right, let's talk about aliens. All
1: right, when do you think we're going to see alien spaceships racing around tracks? I'm just kidding. I don't know. I I don't know why I'm whispering, but... um, That's a really silly question, Charles. So anyway, yeah, we're... uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode, huh? Yep. I'm Charlie. And I'm Alex. And this is Formula Hooligan. The Formula
0: Hooligan Podcast. Big thanks to our sponsor, Newport Propane. If you can get up on the screen. Yeah, there it is. Back. Newport Propane. I didn't Call 418 4- if you need propane service or deliveries at your home.
1: Yeah, but within the next five minutes because it's all going to automated drivers. So <laughs> right. No, it's
0: not. I have faith in our human drivers.
1: <laughs> all right, folks. Thank you for
0: watching. We'll see you in the next episode. Adios.